0: Welcome to another episode of this special series of Looking After Nature podcast, where we'll be talking all things rights of way. My name is Gemma Clinch, and I'm here with our usual co-host, Carly Harrod. Hello, Carly.
1: Hi, Gemma. And yes, for this special series on rights of way, we've come out today to meet with Andy from the Ramblers. Now you work quite closely with the Ramblers, don't you, Gemma?
0: Yes, the Ramblers help the North Access team hugely uh, we've got ramblers throughout the county as well in different parishes they cover different areas but yeah, they do so much and what I really want to talk to Andy about today is the variety of the jobs that they do for us on the rights of way brilliant and in
1: true rambling style we seem to have lost Andy so let's take a look and see if we can find him
0: hi Andy thanks for taking some time to speak with me today how are you
2: Oh, I'm great. Thanks, Gemma.
0: Thanks for asking me to join you today. No worries. Um, we really want to talk about um, the, the part that Ramblers play in looking after the rights of way. And obviously, you've worked with the team for quite a long time, haven't you? And before I was here, you've worked with many members of our team quite closely. And I just thought it'd be a really, really good opportunity for you to shine a light on what the Ramblers do, the importance of your group and some of the tasks that you've done. Um, so, I mean, let's start with... Who are the Ramblers? What, what is the group and, and why do you do what you do?
2: The Ramblers is a national organisation uh, uh, promoting outdoor walking and looking after rights of way. Uh, our group put on walks every Sunday and they're very, very popular. We have uh, around 20 people on average turning up for, for walks and we have a team of walk leaders who put the walks on.
0: I didn't know this so your walk leaders out of interest I mean um, are they uh, particularly knowledgeable with a certain area how do you choose a walk leader I'm interested Uh,
2: the walk leaders are particularly volunteers who want to do it help the group uh, put on their walk program Uh, many of them have other tasks as well well, such as uh, being path wardens for the parish and uh, maintenance volunteers
0: Okay, So, path wardens, um, we have spoken to one of our path wardens, um, but yours obviously do slightly something slightly different because they're with you, aren't they, as part of the Ramblers? So what is their job as a path warden for the Ramblers?
2: The path wardens, uh, 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 our particular brief, is we, we try and walk all the rights of way in a particular parish mm-hmm. or, or area at least once a year and identify any problems such as broken or missing signage, uh, structures that are getting loose and dangerous like stiles and gates, uh, bridges that are getting unsafe and uh, uh, keep an eye on the vegetation.
0: Okay and then you mentioned maintenance volunteers.
2: Yeah, we have a, since I've become uh, footpath secretary for the group uh, we've sort of reactivated our maintenance uh, activities which has been greatly helped by uh, the community engagement rangers, uh, which, uh, with Hampshire County Council, who were appointed just before I became Footpath Secretary. And it's great that Hampshire managed to keep this resource. Oh, definitely. In these difficult financial times.
0: I mean, it's it's so important, isn't it? Because we've got so many rights of way to cover and we've got a small team. So having members like of the Ramblers to help us is a huge help.
2: Yeah, our maintenance team, they like to get out in the countryside in the fresh air once or twice a month and uh, get some stuff done and (laughs) enjoy a pint in the pub. I
0: love that. That's the best. Well, you've got to have something at the end, haven't you, if you've worked hard for the day? Um, So talking about um, the tasks that you get out and about doing, I really want to stress to to the listeners the variety of tasks that you guys do, because it's not just vegetation clearance or it's not just one thing. You do so much stuff. Could you tell us what you do?
2: Uh, we, the, a lot of the work is vegetation clearance but we also uh, construct uh, simple sleeper bridges. We replace uh, styles with kissing gates either funded by yourselves or uh, other funding from private landowners or uh, help with the, from the parish council. So we can install the uh, easy to install uh, metal kissing gates or the more complex uh, wooden ones.
0: Yes, they are a bit more complex.
2: (laughs) So yeah, so it's uh, construction tasks, vegetation clearance, um, and footpath monitoring. So
0: basically what the Ramblers offer to people, um, I mean there's so many different roles, isn't there, within your organisation. What if people are a bit worried about, you know, for, for instance their maintenance skills, if people are a bit worried they, oh it sounds a bit heavy work or I'm not very good at DIY, would your task still be appropriate for them?
2: Yes, yes, because if you can wield a pair of secateurs or a pair of shears, you can do maintenance tasks. Uh, If you're handy with uh, a hammer (laughs) uh, or a screwdriver or carrying big sleepers, you you can put in bridges.
0: So there's a role for everybody? There's a role for everybody, yes. Great, that sounds really good. I think that's actually what sometimes people worry about, isn't It's if they they feel like, oh, I don't know if I'm strong enough or I don't know if I know enough about... Uh, timber, but as you say, you know, you can learn on the job as it were.
2: That's right. That's how all of us g- uh, got uh, involved. Uh, a number of our volunteers volunteer with other groups such as the National Trust okay. and the uh, Blackwater Valley uh, Trust and uh, uh, a smaller one called the Brook Trust and uh, some of our uh, volunteers have quite a bit of their own equipment which they bring to the tasks as well.
0: Okay. Out of interest, how did you get involved with the Ramblers?
2: Uh, I got in through my wife. Uh, Before I retired, I uh, I had a job which took me away quite a lot. And she joined the Ramblers to uh, uh, take advantage of their walking programme. And uh, when I retired, I got a bit more involved. I became a path warden and then I uh, became footpath secretary when the... uh, uh, role became vacant uh, about five years ago.
0: Wow, so you certainly risen the ranks Andy. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, have there been any specific projects that really stick in your mind for something you were quite proud of or It was a real big challenge and that you managed to achieve with your group.
2: Um, well this year We helped uh, install uh, quite a long boardwalk in hartley whitney uh, over a very soggy area that had been uh, Needing some attention for some time uh, and uh, uh, We get a lot of good feedback when we go because what people walk past when we're doing these tasks and they say thank you very much This is wonderful.
0: Oh, that's so good to hear.
2: Yeah. or, or they even do that when we're clearing away around uh, uh, overgrown alleyways in Aldershot uh,
0: <laughs> So you go to urban areas as well as rural areas. There's always jobs to do in both areas, isn't there?
2: Yes, that's right uh, even though you're in an urban ro- location, you have uh, uh, hedgerow- paths between hedgerows, between houses, and they get very overgrown. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so you get a lot of the members of the public actually yeah, thank you when they when they see you doing the work?
2: Yes, that's right, and uh, that makes it worthwhile.
0: Absolutely, and it's really good for them to see you guys doing it, because I think sometimes people don't know who's doing it, and I think it's a really good promotion, isn't it? Who looks after the paths that you tread on?
2: Yes, that's right, that's right. Yes, and our group's been around for it, uh, about 50 years. We'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the, the North East Ramblers Ramblers.
0: Wow, that's huge.
2: Yeah, and we still have one founder member.
0: Really? That's impressive. Yeah. And he still comes
2: out on volunteer.
0: Really? That's great. He just can't let go. He wants to keep going. Yeah. So are you going to do
2: anything to celebrate? Uh, We're working on the programme. Oh, that sounds exciting. We hope we'll be uh, able to do something next year. Again, like many things that have been curtailed, it's COVID dependent. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, We'll find a way of doing something.
0: It's definitely worth celebrating. That's quite a milestone. Um, So let's talk about campaigns, because I know the Rounders have got quite a big campaign out at the moment. Let's let's promote what it is because I think some people again may have missed this in the news.
2: Yeah, uh, the big campaign that Ramblers have at the moment is the Don't Lose Your Way campaign. Uh, in the last Countryside Act, uh, the laws suggested that we have until first of January 2026 to register uh, paths as rights of way, which are there, which are not recorded as such at the moment and uh, after that date, it's a drop dead date, so uh, paths cannot be recorded after that date, as long as the claim is submitted by that time. Uh, now Ramblers have a, uh, It's an online campaign, they have old maps which identify footpaths and tracks which are not necessarily recorded as rights of way, so the public have an opportunity to go online on the Ramblers website compare these old maps to new ones and suggest routes which might be additions to the existing uh, right-of-way network.
0: So all of this information can be found on your website?
2: On the Ramblers website, yes. Okay. And you can examine what's already been done and it's coming into a second phase now where the paths that have been logged uh, can be examined and prioritised uh, for registration. Now, the registration task is, is, is quite onerous uh, and uh, some groups are more familiar with others. Our, our group isn't particularly familiar with the, the process. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wow, that sounds like quite a, quite a big campaign and one which, as you say, ends in January 26th. Is that right? Yes. Okay, great. So, if the listeners want to get involved, they can go on the Rounders website and all the information is on there, but it sounds like a real worthwhile one to look into. Um, now, do you have a favourite route or a favourite area in, in Hampshire? Because remind us what area you cover with your group again. Our,
2: our, our North East Hampshire Ramblers group is all of the, the northeast sector of Hampshire, which uh, uh, our area is normally is covered by all of Hart District Council's parishes and uh, the borough of Rushmore, which is Farnborough and okay.
0: So out of all those areas, do you have a particular favourite one that you like to walk in, like to work in?
2: Um, not particularly favourite but there's some areas of North East Hampshire you can get wonderful views of everywhere, for example, although it's not particularly a right of way area, Caesars Camp overlooks uh the shot, and you can see on a clear day, you can see as far as the uh, Wembley Arch oh, wow. and the Shard in London.
0: quite impressive where is it I've never heard of Caesars camp before
2: it's uh, above Aldershot okay on the military land there
0: right okay so that's definitely one one worth going to on a clear day as you say is probably the best one but yeah I mean I don't know this area of of Hampshire very well that you cover but I've certainly worked in some really pretty places places that you would never normally go to but it's really worth exploring isn't it Um, I mean We both use OS maps, don't we? And that's definitely something that I would recommend people to have if they were going to go explore somewhere new. Um, But the area that you cover, there's a lot of urban areas, but then you've got some pretty rural places too. You've got the best of both worlds.
2: Well, one one of our members uh, wrote a lot of books uh, about our area, Uh, Bob Rose. He passed away uh, several years ago, but the the books have been kept up to date by uh, another pair of our members. Uh, And uh, I noticed you had them in your...
0: Yes, Office. we do. Where can when can our listeners access these books? Are they at local libraries and
2: local libraries? But they are available on Amazon.
0: Okay, and what, what, do you know what the title is off the top of your head? Uh, it's, I can't remember. That's uh, all right. Bob Rose, though, that's the key thing our listeners need to look for. Yeah. But that's a really good tip actually, because I know people still like you still like a physical book to look at. You know, I know we can get a lot of things online, but still, there's nothing beats a physical book in my my opinion.
2: Can't take your laptop.
0: on. No, <laughs> you can't, and you won't get signal anyway. No okay well you know what thank you so much for talking to me today Um, I think it's really important that our listeners know what you guys do and actually the variety of things that you do on our rights of way and it's just so important that we all work together as you say because the more people we can get working together to keep our rights of way safe and open and accessible the better so thank you so much for everything you do Andy and your group
2: no you're very welcome as I said we enjoy getting out there and doing what we can to keep things moving absolutely and keep them open
0: absolutely well, thank you so much for your time today
2: you're very welcome
1: wow that was great to hear from andy about all the groups that have the same love and passion for the countryside that we do
0: yes i love working with andy and the ramblers in general and they have a huge wealth of knowledge and it's great to share that knowledge and of course the workload because as he was saying there's a huge variety of tasks to be to be had out there and what they do and how they help us is really really irreplaceable really
1: yeah and with the huge amount of rights away of we have it's all hands to the pump in order to keep them clear and passable so Gemma, it's that time again where i dazzle you with my fun fact oh I, c- I can't wait go on so do you know how long it would take someone to walk around the world
0: you can't walk around the world though because there's water.
1: Yeah, but if you could,
0: <laughs> how long would it take? Oh, I, you know what, that is a question. I have absolutely no idea. Go on, shock me, surprise me.
1: So there are two routes you could go. So you could go around the equator or you could go through the poles. Which one do you think is gonna take you longer?
0: I am going to say, I say around the equator.
1: And you're actually right. So, round the equator would take you, if you walked, at about three miles per hour, it would take you 345 days. Wow. Without stopping. Wow. Round the equator. And if you did it through the poles, it would only take you 344
0: days. Ah, interesting. Great fact. I might have to go and Google that to check on it, though. That's okay.
1: I would. Don't worry. I don't mind a bit of Googling after my (laughs) fact. Well, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode of Looking After Nature. We'd love to hear from you with any comments or thoughts. Or if there's anything you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, you can let us know by checking out our social media pages.
0: And we'd really appreciate it if you'd rate and review our podcast on iTunes, as this helps other people find us. But for now, thank you for listening. I'm Gemma Finch.
1: And I'm Carly Howard. See you next time. Bye.